coming up. My cousin has justice today, and my family has justice today. You know what I can do now? I can sleep. I can sleep. I can eat things that I couldn't do waiting on this day. I can do it now. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Listen, a former Oxford police officer will spend the rest of his life in prison and avoid a potential death penalty conviction following a plea agreement this afternoon. He's a man of conscience who did a terrible, terrible thing, and uh, he he expressed remorse in his statement. Uh, He's asked God for forgiveness, asked the Clayton family for forgiveness. It's a very sad day for all families involved. It's certainly a, a terrible tragedy for the Clayton family. There is a plea agreement in the 2019 shooting death of a mother of four in Mississippi. I'm joined by Brad Broders at Local 24 News in Memphis. Brad, thanks for being here. Thank you, Will. Thanks for having me. Brad, tell me about the case, the 2019 murder of Dominique Clayton first, before we get into the latest news. Yeah, so in May 2019, uh, Dominique Clayton was discovered uh, in Oxford, Mississippi. It's about an hour and a half from Memphis. Um, If uh, you're an SEC football fan, you'll know that Oxford is also the home of Ole Miss or the University of Mississippi. Dominique Clayton uh, was a mother of four. She was found uh, dead in her in her early 30s, um, mother of four, found dead um, from a gunshot wound to her head. And according to investigators after and her family, it was her eight-year-old son that discovered her lifeless body and the gunshot wound to the head. Brad, let me just ask, you're in Memphis. This was a distance away. Do you frequently cover stories in, Mem- in Mississippi, or was this just big enough news when it happened and uh, the ensuing developments that you guys would then cover it? This was a very significant story because the I believe it was a day later, the person charged in the shooting death of Dominique Clayton was an Oxford police officer. So that obviously gave it a lot more weight, a lot more teeth. Um, knowing that it was a police officer charged, um, there was uh, there was a, a racial dynamic to it as well. Uh, just as you know, just a fact of the case, uh, the officer was white and Dominique Clayton was black. Led to a lot of questions about um, what, how did they have a relationship? What kind of relationship? How did they know each other? Those were obviously the questions that immediately emerged um, in the day after. Uh, the arrest. Um, and I can tell you, um, after he was arrested and officially formally charged, uh, I've covered a lot of court cases. I've been a reporter for almost 20 years. Um, hit the first court appearance was one of the most explosive courtroom scenes I've ever seen. Uh, dozens of Dominique Clayton's loved ones, family members from all throughout Mississippi came to the courthouse. And after the court, uh, after the appearance adjourned, the family spilled out into the hallway and then went outside of the courthouse. It's kind of an old school Mississippi courthouse in the square in Oxford, Mississippi. Um, very emotional, very, uh, uh, very passionate about Dominique Clayton. And it was that day that we learned, uh, reporters and I also covering that, that according to Dominique Clayton's family, the officer and her had been in, in a romantic affair for at least a year before her death. So that also made it a lot more uh, newsworthy and a lot more uh, intriguing of a, of a case. So before we got to that point, and I want to continue, pick, we'll pick up there. How do they hone in on, on Matthew Kenny? Well, we learned a lot of these details. We learned the previous, uh, we're, we're gonna, not to jump ahead, but we're uh, learning in the previous uh the Friday, uh, July 30th, when he had a plea agreement, I'm, I'm kind of rushing ahead here, but during that plea agreement, the prosecutor 
laid out, okay, had this case gone to trial, this is the evidence we would have presented had there been a trial in front of a jury. And according to the prosecutor who would have been on that trial, they laid out how surveillance video showed Matthew Kinney's patrol car, how he intentionally left a cell phone not with him. So he tried to have an alibi, according to the prosecutor, trying to give him a different location at the time of the crime. He also laid out that Matthew Kinney broke into her home not once that night, but twice. The prosecutor said, according to surveillance video and the timeline in the subdivision where Dominique Clayton lived, they, they were going to point to the time that about uh, a little bit before two, he tried to break in once and went back to his home, made a text at 2.29 that morning as a, what the prosecutor said was another attempt to lay out a locational alibi to distance himself from the crime location. And they're also gonna. They were also gonna say that uh, he went back into the house uh, a little after two that morning and one shot to the head, and then uh, threw the pistol out of the car. So that was all of the information that we found out the, the prosecutors. That's what led them to the original charge, and that would have been the evidence they would have presented at trial had there been a trial. Did they, did they? You mentioned that weapon. Did that weapon turn up? He threw it out of the vehicle. They, I was taking uh, some uh, feverishly taking notes that day. And the unless uh, unless I missed that detail, I didn't hear whether the fact that they recovered the pistol. But um, going back to the original arrest in May of 2019, although we didn't know the details at the time, all of kind of the, the things that we later learned uh, a few weeks back at the plea hearing. I can tell you that Matthew Kinney was immediately terminated as an Oxford police officer. And after the first court appearance where kind of emotions kind of calmed outside, it was passionate for a few moments, things kind of calmed. Uh, we then heard from the, he was then the interim Oxford police chief. He's now the full-time Oxford police chief. He came out um, to the hallway and wanted to make a, a quick statement to the media. Now he, he didn't want to answer really questions, but he wanted to be on the record on camera saying that this was a horrible crime. We support Dominique Clayton's family. We're praying with her. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but it was nothing to the extent of this is one of my former officers. He's considered innocent until proven guilty. The his Basically, his boss came out and said, this was a terrible crime. We support Dominique Clayton's family. So that was definitely a striking moment. Uh, he was terminated, and then the police chief basically uh, I don't know about turned his back on him, but basically turned the emotion not to him, but to Dominique Clayton. And Brad, you mentioned that they were involved in a relationship. This was an extramarital affair, is my understanding. And for, for both of them, were they both doing this sort of, you know, in secrecy? They they were. They were. And, and Matthew Kinney, the police officer who uh, was charged and has subsequently pleaded guilty. Yes. And now what the where it differs is the the facts of who broke off this reported affair that not only not only did the family say this, I want to clarify too, in the plea agreement, the prosecutor admitted that there was an uh, extramarital affair. Matthew Kinney's defense attorney addressed the affair. So it was pretty well documented from multiple sources that there was an affair going on. What the facts differ on is whether Matthew Kinney broke off the engagement or whether Dominique Clayton broke off the engagement. Now, the defense attorney for Matthew Kinney a few weeks ago, he his claim was that the Dominique Clayton was going to tell Matthew Kinney's wife 
And it was a mo. He said it was a crime of passion. He he kind of had a loss of of thinking things through on a on one night, and it led to a terrible consequence. But you talk to Dominique Clayton's family; they saw things differently, and they claimed that Dominique Clayton was trying to break off the affairs. And so maybe we have some insight into a motive. Who's to say the only one who really knows would be Matthew Kenny and Dominic Clayton? Did he ever speak directly to what drove him to do this in court in that plea agreement? He did not. And that was, uh, thanks for bringing that up, Will. That was another interesting point um, about the situation is that um, he could have, uh, I've covered plea agreements before, uh, maybe not to the, such an extent as murder, but he could have addressed the family. There were several rows uh, of family members and friends of Dominique Clayton. The defense attorney told reporters after the plea agreement that he felt that it would have only have stoked up emotions and made things worse. So there was an acknowledgement that Matthew Kinney had made a more private apology and admitting to the crime in a separate way to the family, not with the glare of cameras in the courtroom. So that was that was another um, interesting development and kind of on just the tone of the, the, the situation a couple weeks ago at this plea agreement. As I mentioned, the first case, which was uh, it was actually in a different county. They had moved it from Lafayette County, Mississippi, where Oxford is, to another county just to kind of uh, uh, I don't know the exact reasons. But based on that courtroom outburst in 2019, I think there was an acknowledgement that maybe it needed to be in a different place. And the judge wanted to make sure that no one could leave the courtroom for 10 minutes. So when the plea agreement happened, they take Matthew Kinney away, but no one was allowed to kind of follow him. And my thought would be is that I kind of toned down the emotions a little bit and potentially avoided a potential volatile situation in the hallways or outside of the courthouse as he's being uh, taken to prison. So that was uh, that was another interesting tone, but the I, it was very calm. It was they were still obviously passionate, grieving the loss of Dominique Clayton, but it was certainly a different vibe. Uh, they all wore red in solidarity for Dominique Clayton, but there wasn't a vocal outburst or anything of that nature. They were they sat there uh, solemnly and professionally, and as this uh, proceeding went on. And at the end of this story, you have four children. I'm not sure of all the ages, but you mentioned the eight year old who found his mother, but four children without a mother. Yes, and that was addressed uh, in a media in a news conference with the attorneys for Dominique Clayton after this plea agreement when it was official. Uh, a family spokesperson talked about uh, the eight-year-old who found his mother had nightmares for months, and he got the sense that he's now ten. Uh, that probably he will never be completely the same, which I could only imagine what it would be like to, as an eight-year-old, to find your mother um, with a gunshot wound to the head lying there lifeless. Uh, I can only, I can only imagine. So yes, that was, uh, I, I do, I don't know for sure if the kids were actually there, but there were definitely nieces there. There were aunts there. There were other cousins and family members there in support. The family were happy. We wanted the death penalty, but we'll settle for life in prison without the possibility of parole. This is a day, a bittersweet day. Justice has been served, but nothing will ever bring back the life of Dominique Clayton. He agreed to life in prison without any possibility of parole or early release. So he will spend the rest of his life in prison. And there was uh, that's that's his sentence. Now, this was a capital case, a capital murder charge, meaning that 
he if he was convicted in a trial by a jury of his peers, he could have been sentenced to death. And in talking to the attorneys and family members of the victim, Dominique Clayton, you had the sense that while they kind of weren't against the possibility of him being executed, they were also concerned that what if there was one or two jury members and there was a hung jury and it went to trial and there was a hung jury. So they were willing to accept life in prison without parole. Matthew Kinney and his attorneys avoid the possibility that he would could have been executed. So that was sort of on both sides, the agreement that came to be a few weeks ago that the judge accepted, Matthew Kinney accepted, and Dominique Clayton and family members supported. Brad, before I let you go, anything else you want to mention on this case? Well, less than a week after that plea agreement in uh, the week of August 6th, uh, less than about you know, less than a week after the plea agreement with uh, former Oxford police officer Matthew Kinney, the uh, after that plea agreement, the attorneys representing Dominique Clayton's family said they were they were going to file the week after that, which was uh, turned out to be August 6th, a federal civil lawsuit against the city's police department. Uh, and in the lawsuit, they named Matthew Kinney and the city of Oxford uh, as uh, as defendants in this case. So that uh, the proceedings for that will still play out in a civil uh, in the civil courtroom setting. But that was promised uh, the day of the of the uh, plea agreement. And then that was followed up a week later. The attorneys officially filed it in federal court in Oxford. So those proceedings will continue. Brad Broders at Local 24 News in Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Will. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.